Welcome to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. My name is Amanda Fisher, the Cashflow Queen and author of Unscramble Your Numbers. Hello and welcome. Today I want to talk about what do those numbers really mean? You've got your figures up on your cloud accounting system, your zero, whatever it is, and you now can see these numbers. But what are they? What do they mean? These were the questions that I used to get asked all the time when I first put people on cloud accounting. If you haven't embraced cloud accounting and you're not using an online accounting system, then you are massively missing out. You're wasting too much time and all the benefits there, and there are a lot of them for cloud accounting, you're just missing out on. But one of the big, big benefits, aside from the time savings, that's one benefit, but the second benefit is you've got the numbers. But what are they? What do they mean? You've got the ability to push a button and get reports off your accounting system that if you're keeping it up to date and reconciling on a regular basis are, you know, giving you data, information. But what does it mean? Time to now start looking at getting an understanding of what your numbers are or what I call unscrambling the numbers it's about finding out and learning what what is in a profit and loss statement what is income what are expenses what's the difference between an expense and a capital payment what is a balance sheet what are assets what are liabilities what's an accounts receivable report or a, or a, a debtor report what's an accounts payable or a creditor report What's gross profit? What's gross margin? What's break even? What's cash flow? What's a budget? So many different words, so much jargons about these words that accountants and bookkeepers use that don't mean anything necessarily to you as a business owner. And you know, it's not about learning how to do the bookkeeping. It's not about learning to be an accountant. It's about knowing enough of what the reports mean to be able to make decisions, to look at the figures and go, that looks right. Hmm, that's not so good. That's really good. Not sure about that. This looks wrong. Something's not right there. And then being able to delve into the detail to find out what's not right, what looks strange, why it looks strange. It might be you've forgotten something, paid for an expense, forgot you paid it. Or it might be that it's something that's just allocated in the wrong spot. Someone's not quite understood what it was that you were paying for. Doesn't matter because you can fix it. It's easy to fix too. Doesn't not a major exercise to change an allocation to put something in the right place. But it also means if you're maintaining your accounting system up to date on a daily basis, 
that you know at any point in time exactly how much money is owing to you from your clients or customers. And that is vital, as we all know in business. It's all fine and good to make the sale, to provide the service, an invoice, but until that money is in your bank account, it's, it, it's, you know, it is a sale, definitely. But for me, you know, the you know, show me the money, you know, put the money in my bank account. Then I know I've made the money. I've definitely, when the money's been paid to me. But if you've got some kind of manual invoicing system or you're only maintaining something on a spreadsheet or doing something else, or you've got it in a desktop accounting system where, You've got to go in manually every day and look at how much money came into the bank account and allocate it so it may not be up to date very readily. You, know, you need to have up-to-date information and that's what cloud accounting systems do. That's what's so super cool about them. In a few minutes every day, unless you've got a bigger enter, you know, bigger enterprise that's got more transactions, for, for a lot of people, 5, 10, 15 minutes a day and you've reconciled all your bank accounts. You then can see exactly who owes you money. Who do you need to chase? How long outstanding is that invoice? Is it overdue by, you know, is it 30 days or is it 60 days, 90 days? Is it overdue beyond that? What is the time frame for that? That's the key, to be able to see those numbers, to know that they're accurate and it's not a case of, mm, we need to get some money in the bank. We don't have enough money to pay the wages this week or the rent. I better chase some money in. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I think this guy's paid already. Um, sure that invoice is paid, so I won't chase him. I'm sure he's paid, etc., etc. And only because you know you're not, or you're having to then look at the list and then go, okay, yeah, but what's come in? We last looked at this two weeks ago. I actually recommend looking at your debtors, your accounts receivable on a weekly basis. But let's say it was two weeks. Okay, what money's come in? Okay, all right. So then you've got to spend 10, 15 minutes laboriously working out what's been paid, what hasn't, to work out what's outstanding. That could have been updated for you regularly as you went each day with a few minutes by you, by someone on the team, whoever. But it would be up to date. You can push a button, get the current list of what's outstanding, and you can be straight on the phone. Whoever needs to be straight on the phone chasing that money in. That's the key to it. But it's knowing what those numbers are. And for me, it's what I call, as I say, unscramble your numbers. Surprisingly, the title of a book. Yes, I wrote a book called Unscramble Your Numbers. Unlock the secrets to your business cash flow. It actually covers a lot more than that. It does refer to cash flow, but it's more than that. Talk about profit and loss, income expense, gross profit, gross margin, net profit, balance sheet what is what are what is the balance sheet how does that work talks about budgets and how to prepare a budget talks about cash flow forecasts what are they how to prepare them it's the nuts and bolts and yes it's a little bit more of the how-tos but at the same time it's also looking at examples we've got a couple of case studies that thread through the book that show the numbers what they mean how to interpret them what to look for what needs to potentially be improved. It's all of that. So it's not just technical. There's explanations in case studies. And yes, actually, we've got a few, uh, um, oh, what are they called? It's not um, 
uh, it's not a comedy strip, but I've got a few cartoons. That's it. got a cartoon at the beginning of each chapter just to liven it up a little bit because you know what? Counting needs to be fun. Looking at numbers, they may be not the numbers you want to see, and it is a serious thing, and I'm not taking away from that at all. But you've got to have a liven it up a bit and have a bit of fun with it as well. So for me, it's about making a bit of fun out of it. Not quite gamifying it, no, but making it a bit more fun. And to some extent, it is. You can make a bit of a gamification by setting your revenue goals and saying, okay, we want to achieve this much revenue this week. How can we do it? What can we do? And then celebrate at the end of the week or the month, whatever the time period is. It's about looking at what those numbers are, what your history is, but it's more than that. It's looking to the future. To me, having good, accurate numbers that are up to date in your online accounting system is vital because it does help you to understand your imminent short-term cash flow, but also allows you to chase in those invoices for those clients or customers that just don't seem to want to pay, get that happening, get that on track. It also gives you the visual on how much money you owe on your bills. What do you still have to pay? All of that is really important. But for me, it's using that as a base for looking to the future, forecasting that cash flow, coming up with some financial goals, setting those financial goals, what you want to achieve in the future. That's what it's about. It's about knowing what those numbers are and then using those numbers to make decisions. Use your gut instinct as well, but have it based on some accuracy around the data on your history. Don't be afraid of the numbers. Embrace them. Learn to unscramble your numbers. Get a handle on what they mean for you as a business owner and how you can use them to make good decisions to grow your business. Thank you for listening to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get notifications of upcoming episodes so that you don't miss any. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.